Hi, my name is Kate McGaw. I'm the CEO of Arclight Agile, and welcome to our podcast. And I'm Ryan Smith. I'm a certified product owner and certified Scrum Master. And today we are going to talk about the differences between a product manager versus a product owner. Product manager versus a product owner. And Kate has a slide. That doesn't mean anything <laughs> to people who are listening to this, but Kate has a slide. So I have a slide. let's talk about the difference between the product manager and a product owner. And I'll start by saying, I think that I've definitely worked at organizations where no one was called out as a product manager and it's just been a whole bunch of product owners. I'm now working with an org that has product managers, but not really, you know, they part-time product owners. So what 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 is the real difference and what do you think so a lot of times it is the same person um because without good um product management skills a product owner's not going to be able to they'll just be going through the motions in scrum and without good product management skills they're not going to be able to do long term forecasting and and things like that but that that ties us into probably the the biggest difference is that in a lot of organizations that, that where they are different, the product manager tends to be more strategic. They tend to be looking further down the line. The product owner is more tactical. They're working with the team on midterm, short-term focus, whereas the product manager is being strategic and probably looking into the long-term focus. So for those of, of the for teams that have a, a product owner on their scrum team, the product owner is focused on delivering the product goals. So they're they're they have the sprint goals set up so the sprint goals will help achieve the product goals. Whereas the, the product manager tends to be focused on what's happening in the market, what's the market direction, what's the long range forecasting. So anything, do you differ with any of that and your thoughts with a product manager versus product owner? No, I think that's I think that's a really good division. And I've always sort of seen it as, you know, you might have one product manager for multiple product owners. Yeah. And they not in the tactical day-to-day and really more in this long-term keeping those people on track. So, no, that's that's what I've seen. And yeah. then I've seen people fulfilling that role without calling themselves product managers. And I that's think that, what that, I've seen. Yeah, I think I've seen that probably more, which right. is in a, in a, a sort of – Agile in a scrum environment where we're scaled, we have maybe five or six teams delivering a product or service, a giant product or service. Each team will have their own product owner. Yes. But they will have a an Uber product owner, yes. a chief product owner, a program manager, a product manager, whatever their title is that has the 360 degree view because that often ties into people will often say well do we should we have one backlog and i'm sort of well if you're working on one product with one product manager but multiple product owners then yes one product backlog is the only way you're going to know how the overall product is going 
So each team will pull when they do their sprint planning. Each team pulls from the, the main backlog into their sprints, the work that they're going to work on within the sprints. So they have their own sprint backlog, but the, the product backlog as a whole is one unit so that we can see where we are through, throughout or across the entire product. I was at one org just real quickly about what they're yeah. called. And they had tried to go it alone without Scrum Master. They had multiple product owners and they everybody hated each other. I've told the story before. They brought me in and I reported to the VP of product. Yeah. And he was the product manager mm -hmm. just with that title of VP of product. But that yeah. was his role. He was thinking all the big long term. He was the one looking at the market and generating all that. And the real problem became I answered to him. And so there was a conflict of interest. And I used to tell him, I was like, you're going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to push back because that's my job. But um, <laughs> scrum, you know, scrum master protecting their team. Right. I can't. You're not the right person to be my boss. And I was trying to weasel out from under him. Not that I didn't like the guy. I loved the guy. He was a great guy. Uh, but I it just was the wrong. The org didn't yeah. know where to put me. Yeah. They're like, we've never had a scrum master. Where should you go? And I was like, not under that guy. Well, and that's interesting because that's a lot of times, well, where do the product owners report into? Well, do they report into, if there's an agile PMO, do they report in there? Or no. do they report into the product team? And if they're reporting into the product team, it's probably a product manager they're reporting yes. into or a VP or something like that. But yeah. I, think, I think that's it, it's it's interesting trying to work out what's the right fit for each organization. And I, yes, and I, it, but sometimes I think people don't sit down and think about it or there's sometimes they're like, well, we don't want to, I, I don't really understand it, but there's this idea like, oh, we don't want to reorg again. Yeah, it's just like yeah, but you need to create this office mm -hmm. that does this stuff and is sort of independent and and I should not be part of that. I've always thought scrum masters. Maybe it was just because the first time I became a scrum master, I was in engineering. But I think of scrum masters as a creature of engineering. You're there to yeah. protect the team. You should be like that's where you should be located. Mm -hmm. Product owner people, they're dealing with the clients and they're yeah. dealing with the users. And I feel like if I were starting a company, as we were just talking about earlier, personally, <laughs> I would, um, I definitely have like an office of product. You yeah. could then go out to all the different parts of the org, gather requirements, you know, just like all the classic diagrams of a scrum team show like that product person talking to all these different people. Yeah. I and would, I think it's important that we make sure that what you're saying is that the product person comes from the business side of the yes, house. Yes, Comes from the business, comes from the customer. Now, yes. I know there is um, there are a lot of organizations where they are doing very technical projects or products and their stakeholders are internal IT yes. teams, in which case, okay, I could see the argument there. That's the a different animal. Owner, it's a different animal, but... 90% of the time, if we are building, in fact, 100% of the time, if we're building a product for external customers, stakeholders, and things like that, we should have the product owners from the team that interacts with the customer or end user directly. We shouldn't have it 
come through one team to another team down to actually our scrum team. No, it 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 because I'm I'm actually seeing that right now when they're talking about infrastructure as its own product and they're yeah. gonna have very technical product owners. But I think they should still be in like a product owner group. Yes. So they they align along you know, what people are working on, what's important to the organization. And I think there's got to be somebody above them who has that vision. We've talked about it before, but that, that's a special case, you know, yeah. infrastructure mm-hmm. as product. Yeah. By and large, when you see product owners, you're talking about people building features, people building, yeah. you know, brand new applications. Those people I don't want really technical. No. Because no. that's only going to cause problems because they'll start solutioning and yeah. I don't think that that's uh, we. I think we're very much agreed. Like that's not the role of a product owner. And that's a huge shift because as as business analysts and systems analysts, a lot of people are used to telling their team what to do yes. and how to do it. Whereas yes. the product owner role is wanting us to focus on what it is the customer end user wants, right. and the team is coming up with the how. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good reminder that at the 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 product manager level, where that person or that team is accountable for the portfolio management, yeah. whereas our product owner is accountable for our product's delivery. And we need to make sure that if we have multiple product owners in our organization, that we have the communication across them so we don't have different teams in the organization building the same thing or buying the same thing for different products. So I think that's partly to do with the product owners connecting with each other and a scrum of scrums or something like that. But that's also a critical part of the product manager role to make sure that's streamlined. Right. And so if you have so many product owners that they could potentially, and you have not sort of, I always liken it to like that when you go to the butcher shop and you see the cow or the pig and they're all sliced up with the, you know, the map of the cow. And they're like, this is your sirloin and this is that. I feel you like just you just alienated every vegetarian. No, by the yeah, way. <laughs> every vegetarian. But I'm saying you should look at your org or your website or your application. And I find it best to really divide it up and be like, this product is this, this product is that, and you don't really overlap. You know, I, I work to sort of minimize those, you know, like people could potentially be working on the same thing. It's like, let's just, yeah. let's just separate this out mm-hmm. and let's just sit down and look at our world and go, you're over here and you're over there. But if you have so many product owners, you really require a product manager, yeah. an Uber product owner who will go, no, 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 no. You know, here's the, here's my roadmap, mm-hmm. right? Which can shift, but I basically have people sort of partitioned out and we're not overlapping. And I bring my people together every so often and everybody's aware of what other people are working on. Yeah. I think that if your org is that big, you have to have some structure in place. And that's why I personally would put them in their own sort of product owner office. So like that just that stuff never happens. Yeah. And I mean, what what we're talking about really is that the product manager role tends to work with multiple teams. Yes. So um, whereas our our product owner, generally they're working with a single team, whether it's a scrum team, a Kanban team or an XP team. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I and I think it. I find it interesting. You, you're talking about you had separate teams where there was no crossover. The teams I was talking about where five teams built the same thing were completely separate teams building different products for the organization, but they all needed this particular feature. So there was no 360 degree view until we got this product manager. Um, so I, right. I, and I think the product owners could have um, had that level of communication, but I don't think they realized they needed it. That's interesting that they, yeah, because I, I, I see that where people are like, well, we're going to do this thing. And it's just like, why don't we just give that to the team that's really responsible for that part of the application or that part of our feature mm-hmm. set? And then we'll act as their sort of, you know, stakeholder. Customer. customer yeah. yeah. The, we're the customer. <laughs> Go yeah. off and build this. And when you're done, we'll consume it and build on top of it our thing. Yeah, and so I, that requires I, product owners to actually yes, communicate. Yes, and and it, I feel it's the Spotify model, you know, mm-hmm. where there's the guilds and the tradesmen or whatever. And like those people, if you have a similar job, you yeah. should always be like in a group talking. Yeah, you know, the Uber, the Scrum of Scrums, or the Uber Scrum of Scrums, or whatever it is. If you're not talking to people with your similar title, yeah, you're yeah, you're going to cause it's, problems. Yeah, it's back to our concept of our community of practice, yes. making sure that scrum masters are getting together, yes. making sure product owners are getting together. W- what are we doing to scare, share knowledge? And yeah. I mean, as a product manager, I want to have a roadmap from each of my product owners for their teams so that I can roll that up to an organization-wide roadmap. Well, now that's an interesting point because you're going from the bottom up where I've seen from the top down where you have a product manager or the VP of product and they've got these pretty, pretty Gantt charts Mm -hmm. out two years and then their product owners are consuming those Gantt charts. And I think it can go both ways. But I think yeah, they can too. Yeah. yeah. But but you're right. I mean, this the strategy should be coming from our, our product manager team. Yep product management. Again, in a lot of organizations, it may be the same person, but when we're wearing that product manager hat, we're looking strategically into the future. Here's our two-year, we're going to avoid the word Gantt chart. Here's our two-year roadmap Roadmap. for the next two years. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Here's our roadmap for the next two years. Here's what we plan maybe for the next nine to 12 months. Here's our roadmap for nine to 12 months. Now let's work with our teams and see, okay, what are the product goals for Q1 for each of our teams? So our product goal is this for Q1. Okay, teams, what backlog items or user stories are going to help you achieve that product goal. The product owner works with the team and pulls in or writes the relevant backlog items that are going to achieve that product goal. So hopefully, although yes, the high level is flowing down from up above, the detail is flowing from down from beneath upwards. Another way to think about it is if you look at the five levels of planning. Yes, the product yeah. manager is going to be responsible for level one and level two. 
The product owner is well aware of those levels, but they're not their responsibility. And they're really jumping in at levels three, four, and five. Yes. So those are the things that they need to own with the guidance of a product manager who's really set the agenda for one and two. Like it it really kind of maps onto those five levels of planning that kind of way. Yeah. So let's just recap for that if people are not familiar with it. So the vision um, statement being the highest, most strategic of the level of planning, which the product owner is accountable for making sure we have one, but often it's the product manager who's going to have worked with the sponsor to make yes. sure that we have that. Yeah, and that's like a kind of a business level yep. where you have the senior person and they, they should have put that in place. Yeah. If you have a product manager, they're going to be really responsible for owning that vision. Yeah. Right. And then so there's level one. Level one. And then level two is our product roadmap. So that's nine to 12 months. So we're saying that that's probably the product manager. They may be working with the product yes. owner yes. on it. They're aware. Um, They're very yes. aware of that roadmap. Yeah. And then by the time they get to the third level, which is the release level, this is where the product owner is working with the scrum master and the team to make sure we have the work sort of staged for the for the next delivery. So it's the release plan for the delivery and then very involved in the the fourth level of planning, which is sprint planning. And then the fifth level of planning, daily scrum, not so involved, but there to answer questions yes. and things like that. So, yeah, so it's a, a good way to tie the two together. Yeah, it's a, I think it, I think because that's how I think about it, because this org I'm with, they have product managers and they have semi-dedicated product owners. And I've been pushing a model where you'd have a product manager and three or four product owners under them. Yeah. Right. And then that's exactly how I would say. And then for because what you see is when they do those levels of planning, that's how the work's getting divvied out anyways. Yeah. You know, and and that makes sense to me that I think is the. I'm not saying it's the right model. I think it's a very efficient model. Mm -hmm. And if your org is big enough, that's kind of the way to do it. Yeah. You know, Um, and and of course, you can always. Well, if your org is that big, then there's a this and then, you know, there's an Uber product manager. But it's if you have a product manager, is your product owner really autonomous? Can do they have full power of attorney to make the decisions they they need to on a day to day basis, sprint by sprint basis? And I think if you have a good product manager, yes. Yeah. But again, these are roles outside of Scrum that have been yeah. layered on by older organizations who've got these people sort of sitting around. Yeah, and I think it's also back to the scenario where people will often say, well, we have two product owners for our team. Well, no, you don't. One of them is probably either a stakeholder or they're the product manager. Right, which but is what is, I have right now. Yeah, but it's, as you say, it's making sure that that product manager trusts their product owner to deliver. I mean, as a product manager, I may be working with my product owner and I may be saying, right, this is the goal for this. This is the product goal that we're working towards. So this is the product goal for the next, I don't know, quarter. 
So you're going to have three to six sprints. You work it out with your team. But this is the goal we're looking for. Go work with your team on delivering that goal. We we don't want the product manager down into the, the weeds within the sprint about, well, this is going to be delivered here and this is going to be delivered there. We sh- As you said, we should have empowered our product owners to yes. make those decisions with their team to deliver on the product goals. And that's where I see it fail is where you have a product owner who goes, well, I've got to check with the product manager. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you should be able to answer that question. You should be able to make a decision. We, you know, we pay you a lot of money. You're an adult. You should be able to, that's what I always say to people. They're like, well, how can you make that call? And I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm a professional. I know mom's out of town on vacation. I'll make the call. And they're like, aren't you worried about getting in trouble? It's like, no, yeah, no, because I'm the adult in the room. You yeah. should be too. And we should all feel empowered to make decisions when, you know, whatever. But if you have a product manager or product owners, product owner who has to then check with the product manager, that's not a fully empowered product owner. No, that's one of the key things that, that everyone warns about with decision by committee. It's not yes. a decision by committee. Yes. Um, it, it's a, a single empowered product owner who is allowed to make the decisions. And I yep. think actually this with Scrum Guide 2020, when they brought in the product goal, I think the, the introduction of the product goal is a way that product managers can empower product owners more because we have it laid out. This is the goal for your product for the next 90 days. You are empowered as a product owner to deliver that. Now, again, we may have some product owners for some products that are also the product manager. And that's okay because it that's just okay. means that they're they're dealing with the the planning from all five levels of planning. Right. Um, but we definitely need people with good product management skills to be product owners because we need them thinking beyond just this is what I'm delivering in the next one to two sprints. We need product owners with that mindset that we own our product, we're accountable for the delivery, we're bought into what's going to be delivered over the next three, six, nine, 12 months because we're working with others on that. A good team will support the product owner in, you know, when there is a decision to be made, a good team, a fully empowered team has suggestions and has like, and again, that's where they need to be exerting their empowerment is by saying, we're going to break this ticket down. Here's, you know what, we're going to get you what you want but this one piece is going to have to wait and it will be okay. And because we don't, if we don't have super crazy technical product owners who are solutioning, they should rely on their team to help make those decisions on a day-to-day basis. And so you really shouldn't have to run it up through again, the committee. Yeah, The the team should be the only committee you need. Yeah. And, And I love that reminder that when we're talking about the scrum team, We're talking about the scrum master, the product owner, and the team members. And the product owner has been empowered to make decisions. And as you say, they're supported by the scrum master. They're supported by their team because we they are this self-organizing team. 
And the product owner in particular, one of their their accountabilities is make sure they're maximizing the value of the work of their team. And they need to be empowered to be able to do that. Right. So there's a, there's a, whether you call them the VP of product or an Uber product owner or I don't know what else. What, what are the you threw around a couple different pro, terms? Pro, for... Program manager, chief product owner. Right. Product manager, very different than the product owner. Thinking long term, strategic forecasting. Product owner, day to day, sprint to sprint, should be fully empowered. May not need a product manager, or may be the product manager as well. And that seems like a good place to finish. So thank you for joining us on our podcast. And don't forget to let us know what other topics you want to hear about on our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at Arclight Agile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash Arclight Agile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.